Blog Talk Radio. In my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads. Standing in the huddle, listening to the call. Fans going crazy for the boys that fall. Welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson. I'm your host, Dave Johnson. Uh, Glad to be back on here tonight. It's been about six weeks, I believe, since I uh, <clears throat> got to be on the show. I went to uh, Alaska and uh, was up there for a couple of weeks and didn't have any phone service at all. Uh, the week after that, Miss BG had uh, something going on. And then the last couple of weeks, I've had uh, Mike Wallace filling in for me, and I'd like to uh, really thank him for <clears throat> stepping in and doing a good job and uh, taking care of it. Well, I had some things to get taken care of, and I really appreciate that. And uh, It's always good when you can have uh, somebody to fill in for you when uh, when you've got things to do or, or need somebody there. And uh, he, he did and did a good job, so I really want to thank him uh, for that. Um, <clears throat> I would like to talk just a little bit about my trip to Alaska, it was it was amazing. Um, go up there and of course we did some work around the village and stuff, but um just the weather was unbelievable, perfect. Like fifty two was the highest any day it was. Some mornings it was thirty six or thirty eight, like twenty one hours of daylight. Um, it was just amazing. Uh it was on an island in the Kalit, Alaska before we went is on an island, and uh, they fly in. only way to get there is to fly in every day. They have a plane leaving going to Anchorage uh, from there every day. And uh, uh, food is really expensive. Um, like a case of water is 30 bucks. A 12-pack of soda is $15.99. Uh, things of that nature is really uh really expensive. Uh, they do a lot of fishing and hunting up there for the meat. And uh, among other things, it's just a small village. Um, I think population of 600, maybe 650. <clears throat> just just truly amazing. I, we got out and rode around and did some fishing and looked at the country and uh, really, really was amazed and, and really liked it. So um, I was happy to uh, get to go and, and to be a part of that and um, all the uh, things that all the states I've been to now uh, or the only one I haven't been to I should say is Hawaii so not sure I'll ever get there uh, flying up there was plenty of plenty of distance for me uh, I don't like all that flying and so 
just going there and back was, was surely enough for me. I don't think I could handle uh, going to Hawaii. But uh, it was truly amazing experience. Uh, like I said, I'm glad I went. May never get a chance to go back. Maybe someday. Who, who knows? You know, but uh, you never know what what a bring. And uh, just really, uh, really enjoyed my time. So just glad to uh, glad to get to go. But glad to be back here. Um, glad to be back on going, getting the show going again, and uh, uh, talk about football. That's that's what we love around here. You know, since since I've been back, I've been to a couple middle school games. Uh, haven't been to high school game yet. Watched several, uh, a lot of college and uh, some pros. And um, actually, a player on our team is an assistant coach at uh, Rogersville Middle School. She plays linebacker for us and running back, and she actually coaches the linebackers uh, in. At, at Rogersville Middle, so we went and watched her play a team that where we go at the uh, uh, beneath where we play our home games. They come there to play the play the middle school, so it was uh, it was a good game. They ended up beating uh, the I don't really know what they call them. They're in the process of building a new school, so they're changing the, the names. I think it's going to be eventually Sylvanese Middle. School, but Rogers will end up winning, so um, it was good to see her in that role, and uh, you know, good to see you know a lot of these uh, women getting recognition in in these sports that you know they deserve. I I, I like it that she got you know got it just truly because she loves the game, not because of who she knows or. Or anything like that. I, there's so much of that goes on with the men, and, and then all these <clears throat> other women in these NFL positions. You see them; certain ones always hire certain women, and this, that, and other. And I'm, you know, I'm I'm old school. Everybody knows that. I like to, you know, earn earn my way in. I like to see everybody else earn their way in as well. And uh, my hats off to her. Like I say, she got the job, and uh, you know they. So far, from what I've uh, seen, talked to her, they're having a, a good season. So that's uh, that was good to hear and good to see from her. Uh, then where Jennifer uh, works for the city of, uh, of Elizabeth of Carter, Elizabeth and City Schools in Carter County. Uh, her their middle school, T.A. Duggar, played uh, Crockett Middle School, which another girl place for us. Jessica Tweed, her son, played for the Crockett Middle School, and we went and watched those two play last Thursday. Um, the T.A. Duggar team won, but I'll be honest, I thought they got outplayed. T.A. Uh, Duggar, Jason Whittens, that plays for Dallas Cowboys, his youngest brother coaches them. His other brother coaches Elizabethan High School, which is the a high school that the T.A. Duggar team would go to. <clears throat> so, and where Jason Witten actually went was Elizabeth. So, they're uh, big into football over there. <clears throat> the guys have did a great job. That's for sure. Um, I don't know them that well. They're 
12 games this year. I noticed they were playing eight home games and only four away. And, uh, you know, I guess they're trying to get these teams, you know, where you get 500 or bowl eligible and, and all that stuff. But they're playing, playing all these games, and, and half of the games are not against anybody. And it's hard to see who, you know, who's, who can do what or who, who who's really good or, or, or things of that nature. And I know, you know, you can only play what's on your schedule. I know everything's become a money, a money racket. You know, everything's all about the almighty dollar. Nothing else matters and, and all that. But, you know, we got... When you turn on the TV, you know, somebody like me, I, I'm not going to go to a college game. I, I'd rather watch it on TV, but, you know, and I like watching good teams play. <clears throat> and, you know, the, the Georgia-Notre Dame game, uh, to me, was the most intriguing game um, of the day. Well, Auburn and Texas a and I think they played. That was a pretty good game. And Auburn and Oregon here a while back was a pretty good game, but for the most part, you turned on and Alabama's playing, um, who they play? Uh, Southern Miss, you know. Now, Southern Miss has had a few good players throughout the years, but, I mean, come on, you know, two weeks ago, Tennessee plays UTC, you know. University of Tennessee, Chattanooga, they're in the same, same league as ETSU up there, their local team. I mean, why not? Why not play somebody that, you know, when you got the resources, these teams have got. I mean, they're paying these teams to come and play them. I mean, they're giving them. Tennessee gives um, Georgia Georgia State nine hundred fifty thousand dollars to come up there and play them, and beat and Georgia State beat them. You know, so if you got the resources all these teams have got um, and the money to travel and this, that, and other. I mean, why not schedule some, some games in there that, you know, would really would really help you out and really be some competition that somebody would actually want to watch, you know. To me, that's that's what's, you know, I, I would like to see. Now, I mean, I know a lot of people say, well, women's football, this, that, and other, but it's a lot different. It's it's different. There's no money in women's football, none whatsoever. So, um, uh, I would like to see uh, some of these teams instead of just playing a bunch of, uh, as I call them, scrub teams against them. You know, in their own right, in their own league, they're probably pretty good teams. But you know, Southern Miss is no match for Alabama. You know, so. Um, I'd like to see, you know, and whoever uh, Clemson played. I'm not even sure. I said I didn't even watch them because I didn't even care. wasn't uh, wasn't going to be a good game. But anyhow, enough on that. Yet. But we're, my, the point is, you know, we haven't got to see who's really good and who's not really good. I mean, Wisconsin looked good against Michigan. Wisconsin that good or is Michigan that bad? You know, Michigan was terrible. Um, like I said, Ohio State's rolling, but 
Thursday played. You know, maybe they'll get into some games here in the next little bit. I just can't, you know, you look at the top, <clears throat> the top five or six teams and, you know, uh, LSU, they're playing pretty good. And they have played, they've played a few teams, I guess. It's, it's, uh, give them a little bit of a game, but, uh, you look at the top six teams, they've really not played, played much anybody. And, uh, I just can't see that that's, you know, helping them. And it sure is helping the viewings. And, you know, you look around these stadiums and there's not many people there. So, um, anyway, maybe we'll get into some good games and see who's really good and, and uh, who's who's not really good. Uh, so, I'm uh, hopefully in the next few weeks we'll get into some of that and be able to to uh, justify what's uh what's going on so um you know it's uh, it's about that time so uh nfl wise i know that uh we got the uh eight teams that are still undefeated you know that's 25 percent of the teams in the nfl are undefeated still yet that's uh that's a lot you know, I, I think it is. And uh, you got seven that haven't, that are winless. You know, almost 25% of the teams haven't won a game. So you got the Pats, the Packers, the Chiefs, the Bills, the 49ers, the Lions, they got two wins and a tie, the Rams. And Mike Wallace says, yeah, boys, they're in the field as well. And on the winless side, you got the Broncos, the Dolphins, the Bengals, the Steelers, the Redskins, and the Cardinals. But they do have a tie, and that's against Detroit. So, you know, you got, what, 50, uh, 50% of the teams are 50% are winless and are 25 winless and 25 are, are uh, you know, undefeated. That's, to me, that's just <laughs> unreal. You know, I can't, honestly, I just can't even think of that, of how, how that could be. Uh, I know this week uh, the Pats play the Bills, so one of them will definitely go down and uh a couple of the I think the maybe the Bengals Bengals play the Steelers so one of them will get a win. Um not sure I'll tell you something else about the Cowboys. I watched them play the Dolphins a little bit and uh, the Dolphins looked decent at times. They shot themselves in the third a bunch. Cowboys looked terrible most of the game. I thought to be an undefeated team, everybody to be bragging about uh, this week. So we'll see what the Cowboys got because they play the New Orleans Saints. And uh, I know they're playing without Drew Brees, but uh, he's, uh, Teddy Bridgewater came in and uh, did a pretty good job. But I'll tell you, in my opinion, <clears throat> New Orleans has the best offensive player in the league 
and Alvin Kamara. Uh, he, that, that guy right there is really, really good. I've seen him break out how many tackles and get extra yards, get hit behind the line of scrimmage and have negatives and the positives, catch the ball, run the ball, block. I just, I don't know. I know he won like, two years ago offensive rookie of the year. Uh, I, I myself, now there, there's probably somebody out there better. I haven't watched a whole lot of NFL, but uh, for me, personally, what I've seen, that guy is, is the uh, uh, offensive best offensive player in the in the league right now. Just just what he does is is unbelievable. Then they got that uh, receiver. I'm not sure what his name is, but he's really good. So uh, I I just I don't know. I don't. I'm not a believer in the Cowboys just yet. I don't think that. Uh, I felt like I said I seen them struggle against the Dolphins. This past weekend, when the Dolphins had scored but like five points in two games, and they 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 honestly <clears throat> should have put up about 19 at least without turnovers and penalties, killing them, and just bonehead plays and things of that nature. I thought they could have uh, did a won that game. Um, I know the Chiefs; they're 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 for real. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, that guy's is <clears throat> some is some unbelievable player. Um, they played the the Ravens, and that was a good game. Come down to the, you know, the Chiefs uh, looked like they didn't pick up first down. They were gonna have to turn the ball over, but uh, they did pick it up. And uh, Andy Reid, he's a he's a really good coach. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, everybody knows. What kind of player he is? What about Lamar Jackson? Uh, putting up some great numbers as well. Playing good. You know, they've got a, a pretty good defense up there in Baltimore. But uh, you end up on, the, you know, maybe the other one of the best players in the league. And, and uh, Patrick Mahomes, and, 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 you know, all of a sudden you're all, your defense gives up a lot of points. And, and what you thought was really good. Uh, wasn't too good. Um, I noticed Denver, uh, they're on the winless side, and they, they blew a game last week against the Chicago Bears. Uh, the Chicago Bears, which pounded the Redskins uh, last night. Um, I seen a comparison last night between the Mitchell Trubisky and Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. He was taking way ahead of Lamar and Mahomes and, and those guys' numbers to his numbers are, are are unbelievable. So, you know, it's not always where you go in the draft. I mean, everybody can always look back at Tom Brady. Uh, those high picks very rarely turn out good. I know Peyton Manning was, uh, was the number one pick. He certainly turned out to be a great player, one of the best ever to play the game. Um, so, you know, but he, he was destined destined to do that. I mean, he, he was, you know, his whole uh, career, he, he wanted to be great, even when he played at Tennessee. And the things he, you know, believed in and uh, did and uh, to be a starter down there, he transferred over and he just wouldn't be denied. 
and I'm not saying other players don't do that as well, but you know those those guys just go above and uh, beyond the extra call of duty, hard work, whatever you want to call it, work to haul it, uh, just to be be that good. And uh, you know, just because <clears throat> Trubisky went ahead of them, don't mean that uh, you know he's he's definitely gonna have a better career or anything else in them. So that's certainly, so far, it hasn't worked out that way. I can assure you that because Patrick Mahomes is, uh, you know, undoubtedly last year he was MVP and he's having another uh, MVP type season now. So uh, speaking of Mahomes, uh, you know, he's going to be playing at the, uh, November 10th. Uh, I might as well talk about this a little bit. I'm talking about my home. Um, November 10th, he's going to be playing uh, the Tennessee Chiefs and playing the Tennessee Titans in Nashville at the Nissan Stadium, Titans Home Stadium. And uh, um, there will be uh, some women's games going on there. <clears throat> and uh, we're, we're going to be playing and we're going to be the main feature. Uh, I know there's been a lot of papers and talk and I don't know exactly what all the proper words are that uh, the WFA is taking over and this, that, and other. Well, they got four teams. Uh, the Nashville uh, well, the Music City Misfits are going to play uh, Dirty City Dynamites and uh, Knoxville Lightning is going to play, I believe it's Columbus Comets, maybe. Um, you know, um, the W, and, and then here this Burmy guy, which he, he thinks he knows all about football. And that's all I'm going to say. I won't go too much deeper in what I think of him and his knowledge of football, but they want to talk about the WFA being great and this, that, and other. And I'm, I want to say this the WFA has a lot of great teams. And they have some really elite teams. But and I don't know anything about the Columbus Comets, so I'm not going to say anything about them. But the other three teams are not the WFA elite teams. And they want to talk about uh, the WFA being so great. Well, the, you know, at the level that those teams play in, they're not that great. And I will say this, they can brag and boast all they want. Uh, we, our team will play any of those teams or all those teams on four different weekends at any neutral site they would like to play, anywhere, anytime. That's how confident I am that we'll beat the crap out of them. Um, I'm, I'm tired of hearing all this talk, you know. They're actually going to play each other. The Dirty City, Dynamite, and the Music City Misfits, they're going to play each other for one 20-minute half. And then the Knoxville Lightning is going to play Columbus Comets for one 20-minute half. That's after we get through playing uh, and our opponent. By next Tuesday, I will have the name of our opponent. We've got some people, some teams interested and we haven't decided yet. Uh, but we're going to play two 20-minute halves. So, um, they're, they're, I don't know where they're getting all this stuff they're taking over and this, that, and other. Um, they wasn't even going to uh, be in the mix until they had the 
you know, like I say, go higher above somebody's head because they weren't invited and all that. So, you know, I, I, I try to usually take the high road on stuff because I'm, I'm for women's football, but I'm just sick and tired of hearing all this crap uh, about these, about them and taking over and this, that, and other when, when, you know, they're, they're, if they're not elite, I can, I can assure you that the WFA has some elite teams, but those are not it. I can assure you that, uh, you know, one of them even forfeited the game last year is why they couldn't make the playoffs. And then with like, the other team in the playoffs and one of them hasn't won a game and I couldn't tell you how long. And I don't know anything about the Columbus Comets. So that's about all I'm going to say about it. But, you know, uh, irregardless of what this Burmy guy thinks or says and, and uh, you know, he'd get out of his mama's basement from hiding from everybody and uh, come and see a real game or come and talk some real football, uh, he'd see, see what's going on. So, you know, I, I'm just really tired of hearing all the all the BS about us and uh, about the WFA and how elite they are, and they do have some elite teams, but those are not it. And uh, I'm not trying to compare our teams to any of their elite teams. I'm just saying the teams that are talking about us are not elite. And like I said, anytime, any place at a neutral site, we will be glad to meet them and play them one after another, week after week, till we get them all played. Would love to. Would tickle me absolutely to death. So if anybody out there uh, that, that thinks they want to see that happen from those organizations, you feel free to look us up, and we'll sure make it happen. We would love the challenge, I, I promise you. Uh, so regardless, all that's going to happen after the uh, Titans and the Chiefs square off on November the 10th. Um, last year, we got to go and watch uh, Andrew Luck play this year. Looking forward to going and watch Patrick Mahomes play. Uh, as soon as they get through playing, we're taking the field. And uh, it's going to, you know, it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be an experience. I mean, I'm, I'll, be honest, you know, all this talk from them is just taking, you know, a lot of it out. But uh, for some of these girls uh, that never have been to, you know, some of these girls never been to a pro game before. Hello, Miss BG. Yeah, I hope I'm there. I haven't I ain't hearing back from her, but I thought I'd drop. Uh, 
it's going to be a great experience for a lot of these girls uh, that have never uh, never had the opportunity to go to a stadium, much less play there. Uh, last year, like I say, we got to meet. I can say meet. We got to see um, Andrew Luck in the uh, tunnel, seeing a lot of the Colts players as as we were leaving, and uh, you know what a great experience to play on on that field. You know, um, it's the nicest field I've ever been on. Uh, just just really really looking forward to watching Mahomes play and uh, if these girls still have a great uh, great time uh, playing playing uh, Nissan Stadium. Um, you know, some other things, uh, before we go too far, I do want to, <clears throat> we got a new sponsor for our team and the show here. Uh, it's called H&D Therapy. Um, what it does, it, pro- it provides PEMS therapy on horses, athletes, small animals. Uh, it's uh, from pain management to overall well-being. Uh, using the latest um, uh, electric uh, pulse and electric magnetic uh, field technology. Um, you know, for more information, you can look on their website at hd-therapy.com or uh, call the owner, Randy Spencer, uh, 865-456-1976. Folks, I, I'm going to tell you, I had this a uh, couple weeks ago. We had a tryout, and uh, I had this therapy done on uh, me. She did a, what you call, I guess, a body therapy. My back was killing me, and uh, I don't know how long she did it. She said it up there, and uh, and, to, and honestly, I, I, I know people think, oh, yeah, you know, it's all about, you getting that sponsor, this, that, and other. But I, I literally felt better when I left there. Uh, I could feel the difference. Uh, Mike Wallace, he he had a, a pain in his leg and couldn't hardly move his leg. <clears throat> he had some therapy done on it as well, and uh, he he was feeling good. And there was several um, several of our players that had some had some stuff done, and uh, you know swear that instantly they could feel and tell uh, a difference. So I, I'm not, you know, I hope to maybe in the next week or so, maybe get Brandy on here and uh, let her really tell all about this more than I do. I just know that uh, uh, she just started it. Uh, she just started this new business, um, and uh, she come on board to uh, be a sponsor for the team and, and the show and and all that, she's going to be setting up at all the games, and uh, she's come to, like I said, come to try out two weeks ago, and uh, she's coming coming this week as well. So uh, we're we're glad to, and excited to have her on board, and you know I'm anxious to see, and that's what I told her. You know I'm anxious to see that after a game, you know our our plan is to, you know, try to get these girls some uh, therapy after. Uh, a game after some of these injuries because this gets the blood flow uh, back in oxygen, back into the blood and the flow and, and all that stuff and helps the rehabilitation and healing uh, get faster and that kind of stuff. And like, like I say, I can really tell a difference um, after she did that thing, the body thing. 
on my back. So it it really works. And like to say, I'm not sure how how much uh, you know we're supposed to have or anything or do uh, to get the full benefit. So we uh, we'll like I say we'll try to have her on here in the next uh, week or so when it, at her convenience to talk to us and tell us more about, um, you know, what we, what it all involves. Or like I say, you can go to her website at hb slash therapy.com or call her at 865-456-1976. That's Brandy Spencer. Uh, so we appreciate her uh, helping us out and uh, hopefully we can help her out in return and get her business going and get the name out there and, and uh, get it, uh, you know, get it started, um, get it rolling forward. Uh, so she started from scratch, and uh, so it, it's always tough. Trust me, we know when you start things from scratch, we know exactly how tough it is to, you know, to get something going. So it, uh, it definitely uh is doing, you know, worth worth trying out. And like I said, I was I was really really pleased of of how it worked on me. And uh, Jennifer's had some had some stuff done, and uh, she she was happy as well. So give it a, give it a look if you you know get an opportunity. You know, we were talking about um, talking about the WFA and and all that and. You know, it's every every year. It's it's women's football. It's it's tough because I know everybody wants teams, and and you think you got to have all these teams. You know, like you, you got to have a boatload of teams to have a great league. Well, I I disagree with that. I mean, you got to have good teams to make a good league, and. You know the the owners themselves have to be worthy of of being able to do what they say. You know, better rather than just being smooth talkers. And you know, we got a, a new league out there, and, and uh, you know they're they're boasting, and a lot of the teams they're getting can't even play half of their games. You know, forfeit most of the games. Well, what do you get? But you know, you, you get. You get these people out there, and, and they'll promise you the moon and and the sun and and all that. And then, you know, when you get in the league, they can't get you games or won't get you games. Or then these people go to forfeiting the games, and um, it, it's it's crazy. Um, you know, we we try our best to do things right, and I'm gonna tell you something. I I told you. Um, a guy that, you know, was in the league, the more you do things right, the, the matter people get and the more they bust against you. Nobody wants to be held accountable. People just want to think they can just do whatever and they'll just move on to this league and that league. And, you know, before before you know it, you, there's nowhere else to go. So what do you do? You just create your own league, you know. So having all these leagues is is definitely not the answer for, for women's football. It's having good quality teams 
in good quality leagues, you know, and and uh, all these leagues quit, you know, taking on these not so good teams. I'm back. I don't know what happened there. I'm just sitting here at home, so it ain't like I'm traveling and fall off. Uh, but uh, anyway, you know, I hope we can get this league stuff figured out. I mean, I know there's, uh, you know, a few good teams that uh, have made, made some decisions to go here and there, and I just, you know, I have to say people are smooth talkers and make promise the moon and the stars and everything else and, and don't deliver anything when it comes time and don't even have a team, you know, uh, to put in it when they say they do. So we'll see what happens. I hope I hope we'll get it all worked out. Um, it's, a, it's a tough deal. You know, speaking of uh, tryouts and stuff, we've got, uh, we've had uh, two so far, and uh, we got another one coming up this uh, this coming Sunday. Uh, this will be our third one. Uh, we got, I don't know, we might have a new girl or two with it. I'm not sure. Uh, we're maybe, maybe, I know we got maybe one more, and then uh, we're not going to have too many till three or four was the most we were going to have, and uh, we're going to try to get. Uh, these players ready to 
to play and uh, these these tryouts, you know, it's always fun to, to get these new uh, get these new girls and players. It's just amazing how some of them, you know, they come and they don't know anything. You know, I mean, you get them and and they're just as as green as green can be, and uh, it's you know that's the beauty to me. That's the beauty of of, of coaching. You know, I, I look back and and uh, over the past, this will be our sixth year, this team. And I look back and I look at these new girls that we got, and you know, we've got other girls too, but we've had several brand new players show up, and I look at them, and you know, then I think we've only got two players from our original team left. Let's uh, play this will be their sixth year playing, too. And then from that next team, uh, we've got several. And then from the third team, which we won a championship, we've got several. And, you know, to look at the growth that we've had in those, you know, in those three years, and then the last two years has, has really been uh really been good. But I look back on that first first year and we went eight no. Um everybody said, you know, told me we wouldn't we wouldn't be able to do it, you know, and it was tough. I'm 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 not gonna lie, some of those guys that told me I couldn't do it I've talked to on well not on a regular basis, but talked to quite a bit and uh, you know they said, well, I never figured you'd be able to do it. And it was hard, and I'm not sure, you know, that we we did it the way, exactly the way I wanted because we didn't have as many players. But I look back at the players we did have, and, you know, I'm looking at a lot of these new girls that we got today, and I'm thinking, wow, you know, how, how did we get those girls ready to play football? And, and you know how we did it is, is we started recruiting when we started recruiting in um, when the other teams were starting to play, we started recruiting for the following year for the next year. So we practiced for for well over a year before we ever played a game. And you know, we we took girls that, you know, I don't know in today's, if they were on this team today, I don't know if a lot of those girls could even see the field. Uh, but we took girls and we just kept working and working and working and working and working. Uh, you know, I, we were so crazy. We'd divide us after every uh, practice, whether it be eight or ten there, and there wasn't a whole lot there. Uh, different times, and and we'd divide up and and have a little scrimmage, and it was full paths, and and all that. That's how that's just how we learned how to play, you know. And I was looking back, and and I'm thinking, wow, you know. But to me, that's what is a coach. Your job is is to get those girls ready to play. You know, this past year. 
we had at one time we had 22 on the roster. We had uh, we played our very first game with the most girls dressed out on the field we've ever had before, and there was 22 of them. Uh, before the season was over, we lost three in one week at the roster deadline. We lost one in the very first game. So we were down to 19 uh, or 18 after, well, we were down to 21 after the first game. Then when those three girls quit, we were down to 18. Um, we lost another player in the last regular season game. So we had 17. And the moral of the story is, had we not got every single one of those girls ready to play, we would have been in a bad situation. Because three of those girls, uh, two of those girls, I'm sorry, that quit, three of them quit, two of those that quit, one of them was the defensive lineman of the year in the league last year, and one of them was a starting uh, guard this year. Uh, so you lose them at the roster deadline, you lose a lot. And, you know, my story is here, had we not had those other girls ready to play, we would have been in trouble or at least did our best to get them ready to play. I mean, there's only so much you can do, but, I mean, you got to do everything in your power to, to get them ready to play. And when I see, you know, I see these new girls, and it's just it's just amazing that, you know, we have so many each year, you know, that, that just don't know anything. And I'm thinking, wow, you know, how do these teams get all these good players we just have to make our players, you know. Now, we have been fortunate to get some players from other teams, but you know what? They come here, and it's like, well, I didn't even know anything. You know, wow. You know, it's like they've played, but they really haven't been taught much. And, you know, naturally, they do have some football knowledge, and they have some experience. So there's there's something there, and that's a big help. But they still, you know, don't know, don't do what I call the thunder way. And, but, you know, that's just that we, I'm not saying that we're that great or anything. We just have a certain way we do things. And uh, that's that's what we pride ourselves on. And, you know, that's why we've lost so many girls over the years is, you know, a lot of them are just not willing to do uh, what we want them or need them to do. And, you know, I'm I'm uh, real excited about you know the players that we got uh, coming in and and uh, you know and the work we got to do because we got a lot of a lot of work to do. No no doubt about it. I mean we're uh, we're in a situation where uh, you know we're not we're not blessed with uh, with the ton of uh, with 50 players, you know, and I don't even know how many we do got right now, um, but you know we're we got several out for jobs and uh, you know injuries. You know the girl 
We lost in the first game last year. We having a need. Uh, just several mixed match from different things. And I can tell you this: we're we're not we're not blessed with fifty players. So we got to take these new girls and and make players out of. And to me, that's what a coach does. And and I see so uh, much of it, you know, that that don't do that. And especially at this middle school and, and high school levels, it it it's amazing. You know, that's one thing I say about the, you know, the Whitten guy, T. A. Duggar. Those guys, they get out and recruit their players amongst the, you know, like their best running back. Well, I'm gonna say this. Running back started and played and had the most carries in the game. When we watched him play. Is a soccer player, you know. Um, so I'm sure they're getting out there, having these players, and then they're, you know, doing what they do, coaching them up, making players out of them, you know. And that's that's what a coach does. And you know, you can't always. Um, have the best players and always win every game. You can only take the players you have and make them the best that they can be, and hope that there's enough enough there to to win all these games. And you know that that's what we pride ourselves on. And when I look at these new girls, and there's there's several of them, and I just went through the list today, uh, looking at them and sort of grading them and uh, doing things. And uh, we're trying to get ready. Uh, we got, like I say, we got a, a tryout this tryout this Sunday. And we got one the next Sunday. And then we're taking a, a week off. And we got a, uh, we're going to have an intramural, inter-squad scrimmage between us, uh, divide them up and, our whole team, and we're going to divide them up equally and, and uh, play for a little bit and try to get these girls some experience before we get to Nashville and play in that game. So they'll at least have some of them will have a little bit of experience. Uh, I know that uh, that ain't going to be like whole season or something under your belt, but it's a start, you know, and it's still early in, in the year. and. Um, well, it's late in the year, but early in the football year, you know, with practice really not starting until uh, the end of December. So we can get these girls some uh, practice in the next couple of weeks and uh, scrimmage game between them that we can control. And uh, then we can get to Nashville and get them a little bit of playing time. I know. You get down there and you don't play but uh, two 20-minute halves of the running clock, and the time goes by so fast. And, but I want to get everybody as, as ready to play as, as we possibly can. And, you know, that that's what the job is as a coach. So many people forget that. Uh, you know, it's easy, it's easy to say, you know, I look at my list today and, and I was grading players, you know, just one through three, and it's easy for me to, you know, to turn this paper over and take all the ones and, and just work with them. 
you know, and, and the twos because they sort of know, you know, what's going on. And the threes, they don't have, really have a clue, you know. It, it's easy to, to slip over them because everybody is so caught up in, in you know, taking their better players and just winning, winning, winning. What happens when those better players go down? You know, then what are you going to do? Then, then what are you going to fall back on? So, you know, and some of these girls, I looked at this list, and, you know, some of these girls are, you know, when I graded them last year were threes, and now they're twos, and some of them that were twos are now ones. You know, some of them that, you know, are ones, have been ones for, you know, for several years after having experience, and, and that, that's where it comes from. You know, so when I when I look at this and I see, uh, you know, we've got uh, – for instance, I'm looking out here at the paper, and I've got two girls that came to my team, uh, you know, well, this year. They, they were first-year players for us. One was the first-year player ever, and, you know, they came, and, and I, I was evaluate. Now, one being, I ain't going to say the best, but one being a veteran player that, that is better than ever, you know, is knows a lot, knows all the plays, knows knows the blocking assignments and can do their job. And, you know, it may not be what everybody else is one is, uh, but the way I'm grading them, it's, it's the best on our team. And then you have twos that are, you know, that are not far behind. And then threes are, you know, um, have a little bit of knowledge, but not, not too much need a lot of work, and, and take those threes, and we coached them up, and they started most of the games. And now they become twos. Hopefully by this time next year we have this conversation, they'll be one. And then you take, you know, and I'm looking at the list, and i got one, two, three, four, five ones, two twos, and, and uh, you know, several threes. You know, by next year maybe I could have – seven ones, you know, and so on. And, you know, that's that's what you got to do. Uh, people, you know, don't don't realize that any I ain't gonna say anybody can coach them, but it's easier to coach better players now. Challenging them and getting the best out of them is, is sometimes a little difficult. But they already have in their head and what you're uh, wanting and, and thinking on the same line as you do, so it's not like you have to go in there and just get it, get it, get it, get it every day and get it out of them. So it's easier to coach these people, but you know what? The better coaches make everybody that way. You know, I'm looking forward to uh, speaking to coach. I'm looking forward to this thing coming out. And I believe it's in November uh, on Nick Saban and Bill Belichick, and I'm I'm looking forward to it because those two guys are uh, my two favorite coaches, and for that reason, being they take well Alabama, I mean who they get draft picks, but the Patriots take players, and you know that people can't use or or, you know, cut or, 
and they make players out of them. Um, and every year they they win, and and most of the time they don't have big stars on their team, or if they do, they've made them, or you know they they've gotten ran off from somewhere else, and it it takes something special to be able to do that, and you know, and I'm not trying to compare us to them or nothing, but it takes time, it takes the proper attention, uh, you know, you've got to evaluate them, hey, okay, here's what you do best, you know, so, you know, we, we know you do this pretty good, we have to work on what you don't do so good, and it, it's tough, I'm, I'm telling you stuff, and like I say, I'm, I'm looking at, you know, I'm looking at this list, and, and you know, we've gotten several, uh, we've got several threes, and, uh, you know, that's the, uh, that's where your growth comes from, don't get me wrong, you got to have them, I'm really glad we do, that's just, that just means your work's cut out for you, you know, it's, Every day, I can remember back when we had that uh, team the first year, and I was talking about having those players on there. I mean, it seemed like forever we had to do the same thing over and over and over. Every day, we went over the same thing every single day. You know, it's hard to move on when when you're doing that. It's It's really, really hard. People don't realize how tough it is when when you got to go over the same thing every day. Now, a lot of that is attributed because they couldn't make practices but certain times, and we had different ones there. And, you know, I and now, you know, it's uh, it's it's the kind of uh, full blown deal that we got to. Uh, you know, it's the team. We got to uh, be there. I mean, if you're gonna, you're gonna win. You got to be at practice. If you're gonna learn, you got to be at practice. Learning, getting better, that creates winners. Uh, there is no substitute for hard work. There, there just isn't. You know, we had a uh, new girl. You know. It didn't she made the first try out, didn't make the other and you know, wants to uh you know, to keep her up to date with what she missed. Well, guess what? You miss a team practice, you miss a lot. There's there's nothing I can do to simulate what all you miss because you missed a team practice. And, you know, that's that's a lot. I mean, we got several players now that that's missing a lot because of work. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to hurt them. No doubt about it. There's girls that are uh, going out for the same position that are getting a lot of reps uh, because, you know, they're they're missing. I understand. You you know, you got to have a job. Don't get me wrong. I've changed, changed jobs for, uh, you know, things like almost every year I'm having to do something because of, because of football, you know, so I definitely understand, but, you know, understand that, you know, we're serious about it here. I think you've got to be serious if you want to be good. 
think you got to be serious because you got to put in a lot of work. Um, there's lots of things you have to do. Um, but, you know, you, it, it's all about, um, you know, being there. If you're going to be there, get those reps. Uh, you know, the better, the better chances you got. It's just, you know, the way it is. And, and a lot of these girls that, that I'm looking at this list and specifically, and I won't mention any names, but, you know, there's, uh, there's several girls on here that are, that are threes. And I will say this, that there's been so far, all of them will see one, count one, two, three. There's been four of them, or several of them, but there's only been uh, four, three, three that's been the ever, it's been the, all the workouts so far. Now, when I tell you these are threes, that, that's what I mean. It's their knowledge, their you know, understanding the game is, is not there. But you know what? By the if they keep coming, all that's gonna get better because we work on that at every trial. Uh, you know, we're we're trying to get ahead of ahead of the curve by uh you know, we do some drills and do some agilities and then you know, we try to break into some team stuff to to get these girls up to speed. So uh, it's definitely it's definitely a lot of fun, but it's a lot of work, you know. And that's the thing I I truly love to do it when when everybody gives the same effort that we give. You know, when I say we, I'm talking about the coaches and all the other players that give 110 percent. When you get that 110 percent in return. It makes it all worthwhile. Uh, when you're giving 110 percent and they're giving half of that, it's usually not going to work because you know the effort's just not there. And um, you know, and who who knows? It's like I said, it's early in the year. Uh, there's not a lot other than you know the the little scrimmage we got, and the game in November, and then hopefully we can get some more. Uh, you know, scrimmages here and there to find up. Other than that, we, you know, we just got a lot of practicing to do and a lot of work to, uh, to get over and, uh, things covered. Get these girls some experience. You know, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, we, we got a ton of, ton of work to do. So, um, looking forward to challenge. Look, really looking for the challenge. Um, I'm looking forward to getting, getting these girls ready to play in a pro football stadium. Uh, you know, for some of them, it'll be the second time. For some of them, it'll be the first time. And who knows, it very well possibly could be the last time. You never know. Nothing is, you know, guaranteed for tomorrow. Um, this deal, um, who, who knows? That's, that's all I'm going to say. Who knows what's going to happen in the future. So, I'm looking forward to getting getting our team down there. Um, you know, it's always a great atmosphere, um, you know, just to be around that, just to be around the guys. I mean, I know even since uh, I 
I've been on here, man. We went and watched the. Uh, uh, I may have, I may have been on here once since then. I'm not sure, but we went and watched the Patriots and the Titans in a preseason game. You know, and I I really enjoyed that. And uh, you know, I like watching those guys that are trying to make the team more than I do the guys that have, have already made it. So, you know, just just to be around a uh, high energy place like that. When when you know you're a football player and and you love love to play, um, I wish I wish the situation was different, but we're definitely uh, up for the challenge and uh, looking forward to that. Um, next week, I hope maybe I can get me a guest or two on here. I'm definitely gonna try to get uh, Miss Brandy on here with H and D therapy. Um, you know, maybe after uh, our uh, workout out, whatever you want to call it. Uh, this week, maybe I can get a few players to come on and talk with us a little bit uh, about what's going on for this season and what they're looking forward to. I know we've got uh, some players that haven't got to play uh, since, well, one player, and one player particularly, hadn't got to play since 2017 when we won the championship, she got pregnant and then last year couldn't get it worked out to play. And then uh, we got another player that played in last year, but couldn't, or the year before last, um, couldn't, got an injury and couldn't play last year. Um, she just got released to play. Um, a couple of girls that uh, have been with the team before and uh, chose to leave. Uh, for different reasons, uh, we got them back, and um, so we we got some girls that uh, you know got a lot to prove, got a lot to uh, lot to prove to me. You know, not just about playing, but you know how dedicated and how serious they are to to the hard work and and to this team. Um, no ifs, ands, or buts. You know, and uh, they know how I am. They know how I feel. So every single one of them, I'm the same, same SOB I was the first time they played uh, or came and left or whatever the situation is. I doubt I'm going to change. Um, you know, it's just the way it is. But uh, maybe I can get, uh, I'd say, Miss Brandy on there in a week or so. Maybe I can get me some players on here next week and uh, talk about this and uh let them talk about their experience and, you know, what it means to go back and play uh, down there in the Nashville and uh, play a different team this year and uh, maybe maybe have some competition because we sure didn't have any last year. Uh, no doubt about that. So I uh, appreciate everybody uh, listening to the show tonight. Uh, thank Miss BJ for uh, letting us do this. JC Hawk Sports Network giving us this great opportunity to talk about football, a lot about women's football. Um, you know, we definitely want to see it grow. I'd like to definitely see everybody get on the same page. The more I try that, it seems like the harder it is. Everybody wants to go their separate way. Nobody wants to be challenged. Nobody wants to be held accountable, stand up for what's right. You know, I Heard a song today 
it's, uh, you know, you don't stand for something, you'll stand for anything. And, you know, that's true. So, you know, you've got to stand for something, you know, and, and stick to your beliefs. And, you know, that's that's what I did. Uh, but, you know, it seems like it bites me, but um, because people don't like it, but that's, that's what I'm going to keep doing. You know, I, I believe in certain things, believe in doing them the right way and the hard way. That's what we're going to keep on doing. So uh, we'll see what we can come up with next week. And uh, appreciate everybody listening and tuning in. Sorry for the little technical difficulties we had. Um, I don't know if it's the weather or what, but uh, maybe we'll get it all straightened out next week. And uh, I thank everybody for listening again. And I thank Miss BJ, JC Hawk Sports Network, for giving us this great opportunity. Till next Tuesday, I'll talk to you.